Most people are so ungrateful to be alive. But not you. Not anymore. Welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. I am Ryan. And I am Kaylee. And we are sharing yet another film here. I'm sharing one with Kaylee. This is what we do. We share films with each other. Uh, things we grew up loving, things that influence us, uh, and we just feel like you could get a better understanding about each other uh, by sharing these types of films. So, um, this week we are doing a bonus movie. It is Saul. And quote of the film, really wish I'd checked in there first. <laughs> So yeah, 2004, yeah. Uh, directed by James Wan, uh, starring Lee Wannell and Carrie Elways. Uh, Google describes this as photographer Adam Starheight and oncologist Lawrence Gordon regain consciousness while chained to pipes at either end of a filthy bathroom. As the two men realize they've been trapped by a sadistic serial killer named Jigsaw uh, and must compete his perverse puzzle to live, flashbacks relate the fates of his previous victims. Uh, meanwhile, Dr. Gordon's wife and young daughter are forced to watch his torture via closed circuit video. So young daughter. Yeah, that's that's how Google um, would tell you this film goes. I yeah. would say not inaccurate. Uh, I would say uh, confusing. I didn't know that the wife and kid could see what was going on. Yeah, that as soon as I read that, I, I was thinking, I don't remember that yeah, that was I, set I, up that way. Yeah, I do not recall. Um, Neither here nor there, because yeah. you couldn't really talk about this film truly without spoiling the film. And that's what we are about to do. So if you've not seen this and have any desire, go see it. Um, if if you don't care at all, here, here we go. Or if you are like me and you are straight up chicken shit and you don't like scary movies oh, we we didn't even i we should have had a warning at the beginning of this episode yeah. kaylee really does not like scary i fucking movies. hate them yeah i yeah. hate scary movies uh come at me bro i don't care i hate scary movies yeah. i think they're masterful when done correctly um but they're just not my thing you know it's like I'm I'm staring at a painting that I know is done really really well, but I don't care because I don't like it. Well, the you know the significance of that truly is that you um, are committed to the show and you and you took one for the team here. I'm gonna say I am committed to you. Um, I know that this is very important to you. I know that this affected you greatly, and I love you. And, uh, you know, I did make a commitment to the show, but ultimately I made the commitment to the show because I, I wanted to get to know you better. And having watched this film, I have learned jack shit and I am highly disappointed by that fact. Well, I am highly disappointed to, you know, hear that you have not realized that we're doing this straight for the cash money. Really? <laughs> That's really? the only reason we're in this podcast game is for all that podcast money. Oh, yeah. So yeah. much podcast money. It's rolling in. <laughs> I think we're up to two bucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I truly do uh, thank you for um, cooperating for the show's purposes. And as you say, uh, to I think it's more of a get it over with. Yeah. 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 Uh, rip the bandage off. But um, what bandage? What bandage? The bandage that... 
I mean, it's but probably I don't like scary movies at all. Probably like the Beatles. Everybody rips them off. <laughs> it's a band-aid with the Beatles on it. A bandage. They're, they're just walking across the Yeah, why, why are there not more band-aids with bands, with band themes? They could have like a Metallica bandage. Oh my God, aren't there Nickelback band-aids? I, I kind of remember that being a thing. Good promotion. Please tell me, you know what, send us an Look email. Look at this gash! <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. That is kind of nasty. Um. Yeah, if any of you happen to remember Nickelback band-aids, like, please let us know because... I, I could be totally making this up, but I swear to God, there were Nickelback Band-Aids at some point. Speaking of scary things, though, let's get into the film. Yeah, let's get into your description of this. How would you put this to someone else? I, I can't imagine that you would recommend this to anyone else, but... um, God, no. But I, here we go. If I said, hey, as a dare. So then yeah. my my description here is going to be me attempting to deter people from watching this movie so keep that in mind Ooh, as oh. i dive into this okay um if you would like to waste an hour and 43 minutes on something absolutely terrifying and pretty stupid if you would like to watch uh carrie elwise's worst ever performance on screen <laughs> totally watch this movie because he's stuck in a filthy bathroom with a guy named Adam for an hour and 43 minutes while his wife and child are kidnapped and there's a bunch of weird like back flashes I don't know uh, back like, flashes back flashes that's where you flash your back real quick Backflash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah this movie's got y'all twisted up yeah, it does. And I'm angry, too. Okay, okay. So we learn... You sound kind of delightfully angry, though. We learn in therapy that... I have therapy, to be honest that, about this. Uh, even while watching it, you seem to be tickled in... You were bothered in a way that you enjoyed to be bothered. Because I have to make fun or I will freak the fuck out. Okay? I was going to say, in therapy, we learned that, of course, anger is uh, the reaction that comes after fear. Anger is based in fear. I am fucking terrified of this movie. Therefore, I immediately jump to an emotion that I am far more comfortable with, anger, and I am mad. I am mad at this movie. Yeah. And as Rage Against the Machine says, anger is a gift. Anger is a gift. It got me through the movie, people. If you're a really angry person, I feel like you might be able to stomach this film. But if you're not, you know, like, best of luck. I would argue that an angry person wrote this film. Who the fuck wrote this Let's film? get into that. I know all about it. But before we do that, okay, uh, you were finished with your, your sales pitch. Oh, I'm pitch. done. I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Um, all right, so let's get into that. Um, the writer is the star. Lee Wannell is the guy. Is who? The Adam guy. That scrawny-ass motherfucker. The, the who uh, put Faux us Aukerman. Through this whole, oh, my God. Yes. Okay, okay. Not Ackerman. Not Ackerman. Yes, um, and guess what? Mm -hmm. He's Australian. Are you for real? The director and the writer are, Austra are Australian. Okay. And um, first movie they made, as far as I know, um, he, he wrote it. Stars in it. Okay. And his buddy, James Wan, directed it. Directed it. it. Okay. Wow. Um, their friendship must be so strong for them to feel comfortable enough to share these ideas with each other. Well, did you miss the part where I said he's Australian? And uh, does that make a little bit more sense with the voice? No, definitely not. I didn't catch a hint of Australia. But do you understand why his voice was so weird in... 
like not great at times. Oh, I thought he was just being a character. I thought that was just him. But he's all like this sometimes. Yeah, I thought that was him acting and he was just a bad actor. Now I know he's just a bad. It's probably both actor and bad at an American accent. Yeah. Right. Okay. So because wait, 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 wait. you mentioned that Carrie was slipping in and out of his accent. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, definitely. We have so much to talk about with his performance. Oh, this. Carrie. Is this why? Is this why we didn't see you in a lot of movies from yeah. like 2005 to to the present? All right. Is this why? We're, we're going to talk way more about that. Let's just set this movie up a bit. For okay. people that aren't going to watch it, we have to give them some context here. Okay. Um, there are, just as the description says, they wake up, they don't know what's going on, they're both chained up, uh-huh. and it's a seri- It's an escape room. You, Kay- Kaylee nailed this shit. Yeah. Um, she was like, is this where escape rooms come from? And it, and it just dawned on me that I don't think I'd ever heard of such a thing, and when I did hear of such a thing, this is the first thing I would think of is... Wait, you'd like to go through a saw scenario where you got to solve puzzles to get out of shit? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why would I do that if it were not for saving my well-being? My own ass. <laughs> yeah, like right. preserving my well-being. Uh, <laughs> now, I have done an escape room and you have not. Um, and let me tell you. That sounds dirty, too. If you would like to waste an hour and 43 minutes of your life, go do an escape room. I think they are so stupid. All right, well, this movie or the escape room, which is which oh, is better, rank them. Girl, the escape room, because I'm not terrified. What? I'm dead serious. I would far more enjoy the escape room. I would do you an and escape I watch room this together. before I would do this, watch this movie ever again. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, man, I feel bad now. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but this just isn't my cup of tea. Mm. It's not my thing. And, um, you know, no judgment to people who love this movie. Absolutely no judgment. We're all into something weird, you know? Um, we've talked about what a big Godzilla nerd I am, and I'm I'm comfortable in that lane. Some people just really enjoy horror, and I, unfortunately, am not one of those people. Yeah. Fortunately or unfortunately. Well, I... I'm not trying to convert you by any means. And honestly, I think there is literally one other horror movie I would ask you to watch, and that's it. You know, there are two horror movies on my list, believe really? it or not. Really? Yeah. Um, one of them I think you've already seen. I don't want to spoil that. But um, the other one I know you have not seen, and it was the first horror movie I saw in theaters. I do have horror movies on my list, don't get me wrong, um, but I'm picky. You know, I'm, I'm really, picky, really picky. picky, picky. I'm picky, picky, picky. I love uh, Cabin in the Woods, for example, because I can work that into being a monster movie. You know, it is a That's horror everything. film. I mean, I, I, you have to be totally adverse to film, I think, to not find something enjoyable about that. Sure, but the human monster is something that I just can't uh, stomach watching. I, I can handle like a giant man-eating dinosaur or lizard or spider, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, we've watched worse. I mean, we've seen things. Uh, we watched the Hannibal series. That's that's what I should have said about this is take all of the intense stuff about Hannibal and there's a lot more of that. Well, I mean, Hannibal somehow seems less fucked up. Like, this is a guy who is messing with them from the jump. You do have more control over Hannibal. 
meaning you know the characters at play and you start to see their motivation. So it's not random. It is calculated. It's fascinating. Right. It becomes art um, the way it's all put together, whereas this is more Rube Goldberg-esque where it's fascinating and it's you do want to follow it to the end. Uh, it's not necessarily enjoyable at every step. Let's talk about following it to the end, because for me, watching a scary movie is like shrooms. Allow me to explain. Uh, shrooms, you go into it and you like know you're already, not going to be able to stop, right? Yeah. yeah. You make that choice when you go into it. You are not going to be able to stop until that ride is done. OK, so I'm the same way with the scary movie. If I do not watch it all the way until the end, my mind's going to be like thinking about what the ending is and whatever I can come up with is totally not anywhere near what's happening in this film. But it's still going to keep my mind working. There's no closure there. Right. Right. But for me, like shrooms, there's a possibility of a good trip with a scary movie it is like a guarantee for a bad trip. Well, I would say at the very beginning of this, you can stop the ride of the film. So it's not like mushrooms in that way. You did give me an out. You were like, hey, we can stop this at any time. But that's not how I work, right? Like if well, I'm watching right, a right, scary right. movie, but, but that's, I that's your own it. choice versus... Um, you know, ingesting something, you can't turn back. There's no turn. Either back. way, I see, I see the analogy. Um, and yeah, that's funny. But a movie like Cabin in the Woods does do that. It does turn into something fun. There's something enjoyable there. Yeah. I mean, from the jump, it knows what it is. It's campy and they immediately address that. Yeah. Right. Like they immediately address uh, the stereotypes. I don't want to spoil Cabin in the Woods if you haven't yeah, well, seen I, you it. You know, we don't need to talk too much about it. It's just, right, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But it, it knows what it is. Yeah. I don't know that Saw or at least this movie really knows what it is yet. Even after seeing the end of it. Yeah. OK. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit more. Um, they're trapped in this room. Um, they're, you know, trying to figure stuff out and piece by piece by piece. It's, it's an escape room style thing where mm -hmm. they just keep finding pieces of the pieces of the puzzle. Uh, there is a man, um, laying in the middle of the room, um, bleeding from the head with a gun in one hand, a tape recorder in the other. And these are just like pieces in play for, you know, uh, solving this mystery. Right. And my immediate thought was, you know, the doctor knows too much. Like he knew that the saws were definitely meant for sawing through your foot, yeah. not through the chain. Yeah. It slowly has these stages of who knows what and who reveals that they knew something that they didn't reveal before. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's just kind of how this movie goes. It's just like step one. Uh, this guy reveals this. The other guy uh, says that um, until... Let's see, there's really, there's interstitials of Danny Glover, who's a detective, hunting Jigsaw, the guy that's doing all of this stuff. Right. And Carrie always, see, that's the fucked up thing, is Carrie always had heard of Jigsaw. Yeah. And Adam had not. Right. But he's like a reporter, basically. No, he's so not a reporter. Fuck? He's like a... Um... He's a photographer. He's a photographer, but he is definitely you not a reporter. You think he wouldn't have heard of this motherfucker? I don't think so. If the doctor heard of him? Um, 
No, no, because the doctor heard of him because he was involved. You know, people thought that that's he true. was. Oh, that's true. The the jigsaw guy. Oh, because at some point they bring Carrie always in there. Um, that you know he's a suspect in some of the early jigsaw kill uh murders. Mm-hmm. Um, kills like it's a video game, and some of the kills. Kills. Um, the uh, one lady survives a, a trap and they let him sit in on on her discussion, her explaining yeah. what just happened to her. They force this woman to relive that experience. And I mean, like, I don't necessarily know what happened because I could not watch it. Right. Um, they force her to talk about her experience so they can see how this doctor reacts is that How what fucked we're up? to believe? That is what it seems like to me. Um, that so they just brought her back in from her home into the station. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or they're just keeping her around like, hey, yeah, you know, just just stick around. We got other people you need to talk to. Right. Definitely. Um, no. And I it will did say, seem like she had told the story before and they're yeah. just making her tell it again. I they couldn't that. like do like yeah. a show a videotape of that because I'm sure they got it on tape. Her Boom. testimony. Boom. Yeah. Um. Yeah, watch this. This was like the one thing that I did know about Saw movies was that uh, what happens to her. Um, that was that was the only thing that I really knew, and I know that it's somehow connected to Leatherface. No, there's no Leatherface. You keep leather, saying Leatherface. Leatherhead. There's no. What do you? No, it's Jigsaw in this movie. Yeah, but there there's a guy <laughs> with a pig head. Yeah. Is that connected to another scary movie? Mm. Is it know. like a Michael versus Freddy situation? A Michael versus Freddy, no. No? Okay, okay. No. Then what is the, the leather face? Leather face is uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, God damn. Okay, so I don't know anything about these scary movies, And also people. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, hey. Yeah, leather face. Strange. Shotgun, call him leather face. <laughs> Shout out to our friend Chris, who is a big Bone Thugs fan. That's right. Um... Anyway, I thought they were connected. So there you go. That's how little I know about it. No, I mean, the the whole mouth trap thing that this woman experiences, that was the only thing that I knew about the Saw movies. And that was enough for me to be like, "Hmm, no, (laughs) (laughs) not going to happen. Yeah, I hear you. And I didn't watch the scene. It doesn't even get her, though. It doesn't get her, but like she lived through it. And oh my God. Okay. So women being forced to do anything physically is just an atrocity to me because of course it is. Um, And I take it very personally and I can't watch that kind of stuff. Hmm. No, thank you. Yeah. You got through it though. I'm proud of you. Thanks. I can understand. You know, you don't want to watch all of that. But No, I, I really don't. But uh, they force her to relive the situation. Um, and eventually they just let uh, Lawrence, the doctor, go. But um, Danny Glover is mad about it, right? Uh, right. Yeah, they can't tie him to it. Uh, it was a pin that was left on the scene that matched uh, Dr. Frankenway's. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, he is released and goes back to his family and then they both get captured. Like, uh, eventually we get the stories of them being captured and it's the same night. Uh, Yeah. So lots of work for uh, Jigsaw uh, that night. Um, But he's like Santa Claus. 
Is he? Yeah. In he, what way? Uh, he um, terrorizes people around the world <laughs> in one night. <laughs> you don't even know. So I would love to, uh, I've seen all of these movies uh, probably several times each. Um, I'm a big fan of this series. And that is a lot for me to just swallow, okay? I want you to think about this, <laughs> okay. right? So as someone who is really not a fan of scary movies, um, and, and immediately coming off of watching one of them, um, to hear that you have watched all of these and then wanted to watch them again <laughs> is terrifying to the person who has to sleep next to you. Like, that's very scary. Really? Right? I don't think men understand why women freak out so much at scary movies. And that's huge stereotyping well, not right there. Not, not all into women. Scary movies, very so. true. But I mean, like. I, I would. I think you're the only woman I've been with that has not. Really? Been a big fan of scary movies. Really? Yeah. And look how good our relationship's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful, but that has not, I don't think that the, the correlation is there between our relationship and your and taste movies. for scary, scary no, movies. No. I'm just saying that um, I have found that more people are into scary movies than not. I have found that more people will say they're into scary movies and then when we go to a movie theater a we scary find out movie theater a scary movie theater a scary movie oh we should open a scary movie theater <laughs> no we should not it'd be a hit on who halloween who are you talking to you'd be watching a movie it, it would, would be just a creep hit up on one you. night of the year <laughs> just what oh my god it'd be so bad just grabbing your ankles and shit no oh no, scary no. movie theater no, definitely Guys, not it's a hit get um, on it bezos god no, thank you. Bezos is scary enough. I don't need a scary movie theater. He'd just stand him. right dead center and his bald head would be <laughs> the, like right on the, the camera or the projector would hit it. The shadow of the top <laughs> of his head would I hit the bottom of every. This. Okay, so let's just like get through the summary because I don't want to relive any Yeah, there's more not much this. more to, to this. Uh, the kid gets kidnapped. The wife gets kidnapped. Um, that was fucking scary when he, he comes up and it's just like him in a blanket or whatever, just standing there over the kid's bed. Fuck no. All right. We have an adorable little girl. So help me Jesus if anything like this ever happens. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it was scary. And I mean, that's the point, but like, it's especially scary to me, the mother of a child. This is why I can't well, watch these movies. If you, yeah, if your mind starts to put you in that place, it is disturbing. That's that's for real. That goes for all of this. Totally. We got to a point in the movie where they they just start like smashing a wall or whatever where the X was, mm -hmm. and you were like, "Man, if I was in that situation, I'd be smashing walls all over the place." And I had to stop you right there and say, "Like, I don't even want to talk about that because I don't even want to picture the possibility of either of us being in this situation." Like my mind can't go there, man. I don't I don't want to think about that. And I think that's kind of the point of scary movies, especially this scary movie. It's like, what would you do in this situation? What would you do in this situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would you do? <laughs> I like that. It's my cool in the gang. Uh it's my lyrics. So face to windshield cut. 
Face to windshield cut. <laughs> Do you remember that? He's he's like in the car or whatever. Or, or no, he's sitting there and then like there's a, a, oh, a transition, and it just like, like a fade. It goes into Danny Glover's face it, in a, a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like into the windshield. The windshield just kind of like comes in and fades into his face and I takes over the. I thought it was the, cool. It was really cool looking. Yeah. Very fun. Um, there are some cool fades, I guess, in here. Yeah, I I think for an a first or an early film for somebody, uh, this is a great job. I I really I don't I don't know, man. I think this movie's intense, but I think it's clever. I, I, it thinks a lot. Again, it it's art that I'm not into, so it makes it difficult for me to appreciate it. But I see the level of work that went in here. I mean, the right. cinematography is very good. They reuse the same scene a couple of times. Well, you can tell there's not a lot of money available here. Right. So they are really making the most of it. And I, I have to, you know, applaud that. But, um, yeah, I it, it doesn't hold up as much as I had hoped. It's been a long time since I've seen this. That yeah, I was gonna ask. Um, I was gonna ask you how do you feel about this now, and does it still scare you in any capacity? It never scared me. It's tense, and I'm curious. Um, That's terrifying. it is very cringy though because we watched unfortunately the uh, or fortunately I'm not sure the uncut version, the director's cut. We did. Uh, which I own. And then I was trying to find the theatrical cut for you. And it was free on HBO, but it was the uncut thing. So, so as far as I know, HBO. it's only like uh, eight or ten more minutes. You know, um, I think they're fun movies because I'm into the idea of the design of it all. Because like it the, is Rube um, Goldberg-esque. I was going to say like the Rube. Go, the the Rube Goldberg ness yeah. of it. Rube Goldbergness. Rube Goldberg, which is why I feel like you would like an escape room way more than I would, because it is exactly like that. You In know, you're minutely, a, a minutely better. Because no, I wouldn't like it at all. Okay, so no, we both don't no. like it, but you might like it a little more than I do. Like very microscopic, microscopically. Okay. Not that I'm suggesting this for a future date. So help me if you take me to an escape room after this. Why? Why? No, take you. To yeah, I, I don't. I don't want to relive any part of this. <laughs> no, thank you. I would never want to do that. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I don't know how many times I have to say? Is it because it's well thought out, and that's why you like this movie? No, I sound like a. I'm analyzing you. I'm sorry. Well, let's talk about it just a little bit more because sure. that will reveal, I think, ultimately why um, I, this one in particular, the first one. So everything comes to a head. The uh, family is supposed to die. The doctor's family is supposed to die at six. Mm -hmm. And um, he finds out that Lee Wannell's character, Adam... Um, knows who he is and has been taking pictures. So there's all these connections. Everybody's connected They They still don't truly know who it is, but they think they know it's, it's gotta be the guy that's got the family. Right. right. So he finally shows up after ooh, the doctor decides to cut his leg off. Oh my God. That's where shit really starts to go down. You know, Oof. um, he grabs the gun, shoots Adam in the shoulder. Right. 
falls down. Uh, the guy comes in that was, um, you know, that had kidnapped his family. Zeb the orderly. And. The guy from Lost. Right. Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin yeah, from Lost. Yeah, from Lost. Oh, my God. And uh, Lee wakes up, mm-hmm. kills him. Yeah. Or Adam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hits him with the motherfucking top of the toilet. Yeah. How did he get the shit off his hands? Because uh, he had shit It all is never revealed, but I just assumed his, his overshirt. Blech. Oh, there was a tub there. I wonder if the water worked. Uh, I would not assume that that water was any good. Well, it's better than shit. Yeah, but I mean, like, it might also be shit. We don't know. Shit right out of the tap? Yeah. Damn, you got shit on tap. <laughs> shit on tap. <laughs> no, I would just assume the water was bad and use the, the overshirt. Overshit. Yeah, the overshit. Well, That's yeah, they, they kill that. him. They think it's him. And uh, surprise, it's not him. Yeah. He's got a tape and it's uh, Jigsaw talking to him um, and reveals, you know, his whole thing. Like he's also uh, being manipulated. And then the monster rises. Yeah, it's the dude laying on the floor the whole time. What Um, did you think of that? Okay, so I'm going to... uh, Decline. I'm going to press decline. (laughs) Um, I'm going to put this in terms that I understand because that's all I can do in this kind of a situation. Sure. Um, I'm going to relate it to a monster movie. In good monster movies, you don't show the monster until you've had, you know, significant buildup, right? You might have characters explain who the monster is. You might have characters we have. Um, yeah. give teeny tiny like flashes or like little images of who he is, but you're not going to show the full monster, mm-hmm. right? You don't mm-hmm. see the face of God until the end of the book. Right. So I liked that until it's revealed that it's the dead guy on the floor and then i'm like they showed the monster the whole fucking time <laughs> and i i was kind of that's disappointed the twist. by that that's the twist i mean sure it's the twist and everything and and i was particularly upset when we were to believe that zeb was the guy who was running the whole thing and he was actually jigsaw and they just immediately show his face and everything mm-hmm. yeah they showed him really early Pretty early, which is why I began to suspect that it can't actually be him. Um, but then he started doing really um, serial killer-like things that he yeah. just didn't need to do. Um, so no, I kind of, I kind of assumed that it wasn't Zeb. I really, genuinely thought it was the Doctor for at least half of the movie, and then it's revealed to be the guy on the floor, and I'm kind of. Uh, it took me by surprise. You know, if nothing else, I Why was it? surprised by the fact that. But I, the second we see the scene where uh, the woman has to kill the guy to get the key out of his stomach, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no way the guy in the middle of the floor is actually dead." Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I just assumed at that point that this is foreshadowing wow. for what's to come. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, good on you. Well, thank you. I mean, Sleuth? this is this is what I have to do, okay? So if I really, really, really don't like a movie, I bring in as much book knowledge as I can possibly bring in. And I've done this for a couple of movies that well, that's why you've shown me that I didn't really care for. That's, that's another fun element of what we're doing here is I know you see this through that particular lens and um, you can lend 
new perspective on these things, if not um, that type of thing where you're already suspect of certain elements. All I can do is throw my lens on the situation. You said this is something that you've seen a whole bunch. Um, All I can do is put it in my perspective. My perspective is monster movies and really old books. Old books. I I like the fact that we didn't actually get to see the face of the monster until the end of the movie, but I am a little upset that he was there the whole time. It's a little stupid to me. I I think um, the peeling of the bit of wound was a bit underwhelming it could have been worse looking yeah and more jiggly more jiggly (laughs) i wanted some jello under there yeah yeah so he uh leaves him in there and um and i get no resolution he's like yeah the key is in the tub and he had already flushed the tub um and then like what does he say right before he shuts the door God, you didn't I happen I to write that down. I think I wrote it down. Really? Oh, no, I didn't. I just wrote down um, Carrie's last line to um, okay. to Adam. Sorry, Lawrence, the doctor's last line Lawrence. to Adam. Well, yeah, he slams the door shut and I'm just shook. Like, uh, for me, that whole moment of... Uh, that's that's real hell. That's real life hell. Mm-hmm. And the it, I don't the implications of that. The morality of this person has been challenged to the point where they now suffer for their choices. Yeah, no, definitely. And my problem is not that we don't have closure with Adam. As much as that sucks, my problem is the fact that Jigsaw, the murderer, is out and about, and so is the doctor, and we don't know if the doctor died or not. Well, that is why there are sequels. Really? Okay. Okay. Well, I don't care enough to watch the sequels. However, that is I can tell you all about them. Okay. So, the doctor appears in other movies. You really want me to tell you everything? Yeah, sure. Go for All it. right, I everybody. Mean, hey, spoilers, everybody. We are pe- peeling back this. the curtain. We're going to do this for like max five minutes. All right, here we go. Okay. So uh, I think in the sequel, I'm not even going to bother. I'm just going to give you the overall thing. Sure, yeah, yeah, We yeah. bounce around in time throughout this series. Okay. Some of these movies take place way before this. Some of these uh, movies take place... Um, after this but not not far after this the whole series really does not go in time that far after this particular movie as a matter of fact i think the final movie Mm -hmm. ends here at the beginning okay like hannibal kind of like hannibal yeah like hannibal kind of um so we have like the the movies that came out like a long time ago and then we have hannibal the series and it's supposed to end where the movies start right oh i see what you're saying yeah okay yeah yeah um but either way that's kind of how the timeline works but yes jigsaw is a cancer patient and ends up like um the the major spoiler is uh he has people helping him Okay. 
which inevitably, I mean, how the fuck could you do? Santa's got to have you, elves. Yeah, how would you do all this? I'm convinced um, Jigsaw So the girl Santa. that survives is his first apprentice. Oh, because she does say he helped me. Right, right. Oh, so she's sold. some Stockholm. Um, and then along the way, there's other people. Okay. And then guess who shows up in the very last movie? The doctor. That's right. Uh-huh. And guess who he's working with? Jigsaw. That's right. Cool. That's dumb. Yep. All right. How do you feel about it? Like, do you also feel that that's dumb? Yes, but you see how I had to see that through. Like, because I followed it so long. I thought it was pretty cool for a while. I thought it did okay. It's like Final Destination was the same way. That just sounds like a bad relationship to me. Uh, It's just how sequels work. I'm so used to it with the 80s. You know, there are five or six, eight, nine police academies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what? That's how I feel about Star Wars. I like yeah. the original three. I don't necessarily like any of the others. Well, we all watch shows now that are almost an hour apiece, you know? And it, yeah. It's, when I think back to how much time I invested in Game of Thrones for the ending to be what it was, I get mad. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Dim Thrones. Shout out to Dim Thrones. Shout out. Oh my God. Man, I that, miss Dim Thrones. That, oh, that podcast made the whole show worth it. You know totally. what? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the uh, the movie is uh, spoiled for everyone and the series is spoiled for everyone. <laughs> and um, we're kind of bringing this up because there's a new one with Chris Rock. And I, yeah. I said, hey, I really want to watch this. Do you want to watch it? Uh, and you said you didn't have context. So now we're watching the first one. So you have some context. Are you willing to see the new one? I'm a tap out. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Really, okay. really. I will tap out. Well, I'll let out. you know. Um, I think you should go see it since you clearly care about the series. Oh, I'm going to see it. Chris um, Rock is in this shit. Uh, I yeah, do I'm love going. Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock. Um, Yeah, no, I, I'm going to tap out. I don't think this is for me i tried it you know again i'm gonna relate this back to shrooms i tried it cool okay i dipped my toes in yeah and uh yeah decided it wasn't for me and that's okay sure you know thank you for uh testing my boundaries thank you for um giving me a safe space in which i could try something new um and I don't want you to be hurt or offended by the fact that ultimately at the end of this, I came to decide yeah. that it's really not my oh, thing. No thing. No, uh, you know, all for the show. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that leads us to the whole uh, favorites and least favorites thing. Uh, what, what is the the most redeeming um, part of this movie for you? What, what is uh, the most enjoyable part for you? It's really hard for me because um, I... I don't want to uh, overstate how much I didn't like this. Um, there weren't a lot of jump scares, and that was the only good thing that I could really pick out of it. Right. Um, there is this one moment where Adam talks about how his vegan punk girlfriend yeah. said that he was too angry, so she yeah. broke up with him. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's right. You tell him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You tell that man he's too angry. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah I'm vegan and listen to punk. Yeah. I, I, I connected with this person that was not on camera and mentioned once in the entire movie. 
And uh, you liked the, and, I, and you loved the way he said it too. I did. My vegan punk girlfriend. My vegan punk girlfriend. Yeah, he Thanks, said it I'm like the angry one. <laughs> he said it like it was lyrics on a Blink One Eighty Two song. I loved it. Um, yeah, there weren't a lot of jump scares. I was really on board with that. Um, I don't like jump scares, personally. Not my thing. If I go to a haunted house, there was, it is under much duress. The okay, part of the jump scares in this movie, most of them are the uh, camera scene, the flash scene. Yeah. Okay. So, um, how do you feel about that scene? Because are you talking about at the end of the movie where they replay the whole movie? No. 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 Uh, the scene where everything's dark and he's using the camera to try to see the guy that is creeping. Oh, okay. I thought that 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 was masterful. Same. I am able to appreciate without liking how good that was. It was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. And then the little laughing, whatever, uh, very creepy. Good job. Good job scaring the shit out of me. All right. I'm not going to pee with the door closed for a week. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Uh, yeah, not a lot of jump scares. And when there were some, you know, like with the camera thing, it was cool. It was very well done. So uh, I, is there a particular thing that is your least favorite about this? I mean, the whole thing is disliked. However, um, yeah, the stethoscope bit was the worst for me. Oh, with the heartbeat. Right. One, because, you know, I am a mom and that's very scary. And two, because it's not necessary because he's not actually Jigsaw. Why was he doing that? I Yeah, I think that is purely for the film to add some tension. And while it does work, it, it's almost just like a test and it shouldn't have been included in the movie. It does no. work to elicit a response. Yeah. But it's not necessary. Oh, response elicited. Like, it oh, scared me. It is a bit of a curveball, though. So maybe that's why it's there is misdirection to say this is him. No, because our mind is already going there, right? We already assume that this guy is yeah, the nev- guy. But it never hurts to try to. It does. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. argue that it does because we learn that he is not Jigsaw, and it completely voids out that whole moment, mm. right? It it makes the scare feel cheap. Um. You know, like the writer was just taking a, a cheap shot at us for no reason. <laughs> I feel blow. cheated. Yeah. There you go. That's that's my least favorite thing. Ryan. Very sorry. In this movie that you like, <laughs> what is your favorite thing? Well, uh, my, my, my favorite thing, my favorite part of this, I guess, is... Uh... All right, everybody, I'm happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish, but this video is the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. Shrug. Uh, 
All right, so that was Who Owns My Heart by Miley Cyrus. Miley. Miley. I wanted to brighten up this particular episode with some Miley Cyrus. And I saw Miley. You saw Miley? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see her? I saw her. Okay, good. (laughs) That's nice. That's the tie-in here. That's the connection. Is that's what we saw just now. It just took me like right now to figure <laughs> really? out what you were doing. Oh wow. my God. I was like, where are you going with this? Boom. I, I was all for the yes and, but I didn't know where the road was going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, interesting. Upbeat. Yeah. Dancing. Uh, uh, dance, yeah, very dancing. dancing. But also like who's in control, kind of like Saw. I was trying to like tie something in there, but um, mm. it's very loose. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to bring this to the table because this came out in like 2010-ish. And um, I was uh, really into it. I love Miley, have for years, big fan love what she's doing but it's amazing going back and watching this video compared to what she is doing now and seeing like the vast um difference between the two things how old did you say she was how old is she when this comes out right yeah oh i did you say i i have no idea 20 my first question when i i was like how old is she because this is um, kind of a bridge between what I like about her now mm-hmm. and what she started doing, which is like kid stuff. It seems like she's yeah. still a part of that world, that kind of Disney-ish world. Yeah, this is when Vanessa Bear is doing and stuff like that yeah. on even SNL. Though, even though she's getting up out of bed in like panties and... And like very... I said panties. Um, panties. Oh Oof. my God. Even though she's getting Who out of bed in her underwear. Thank you. And uh, thank you. Bottoms. Even though she's just getting out of bed in her underwear and uh, it, like, I don't know, man. It seemed like she was too... Young for me to be looking at this, but uh, you're she telling me she was not. not. Okay, okay. No, she is not. Um, this is say? immediately after <laughs> Disney. This is immediate, immediately after um, turning 18 and transitioning into uh, adult stuff, grown-up things. Grown-up things? Grown-up things. Yeah, she's really trying to separate herself from Disney at this point. Um, okay. Much like I think we're going to see Jojo Siwa do, much like I think uh, Siwa do. Siwa do. Siwa do. Come on down to North Carolina water <laughs> traveling sport where you can get yourself a Jojo Siwa do for only three down payments and nine ninety nine. That's incredible. <laughs> It's all pink, got tassels and glitter all over the sun, bitch. You just come on down. We will hook you right up. The music is built in. You can't play what you want. It's going to play her stuff. But the music is uh, jamming on. You'll hear it right over the water and waves, bitch. Both sold separately. <laughs> uh, no, like, I-, I think this is the thing that every Disney star goes through. Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, they all go through this, like, I just turned 18, and now I really want to get the fuck away from Disney, so I'm going to do all of these, like, very sexy music videos. Yeah. hmm You shake that diz off. Yeah. <laughs> shake it off. Shake the diz off. <laughs> Sounds gross. Yeah, it does. 
It was nasty. You can almost hear like her actual uh, voice in this song. <laughs> you can almost hear her no, actual no, no, voice. No, no, no. I'm saying like not that like pop voice or whatever oh, yeah, that yeah. she oh, was and doing, she's doing for some, so long. Yeah, she's doing some runs and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. And she's like actually expressing herself in a way that I, I think she felt comfortable. And that's kind of cool. We don't really see that up until this point. You hear her affect a lot in um, in her Disney music. Because it's what separated her. But then we get to this and she's like not leaning into it as much. It's very nice to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't say that I loved it. The The lyrics really were not working for me that much. Um, it felt Ace of Basie. Uh, I, okay, so in the 90s there was a mix collection Um a mixed collection. I sound like I'm fucking 80 years old. Yeah, you do. The mixed mix collection. collection. <laughs> they had... Starring Carol Burnett. <laughs> mixed collection. They had collections, uh-huh. like, uh, you know, um, hits of the time, you know, things, different things. You mean like now? It's similar. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. It was, I didn't just start with now. Not that's like what now, I call like music, the though. moment, like now, like the Now CDs. that's what I call music, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, okay. if you guys don't know what that is, wow, I don't know who our audience they is. They still but, make those. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, either way, you'd wake up at like fucking five in the morning. And Why? Because the, the TV's still on and you go to turn the TV off and that's what you, you're hearing like, oh. Call now one eight 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 eight. Visa Mastercard, and it's like fuck. Man, I gotta, uh, why is this still on? Uh, and this is the kind of music uh-huh. that you hear in those moments. So no, I do not think favorably of this type of thing. Um, no, definitely not my favorite. I loved this song when it came out. Yeah. Now I just um, I I kind of forget about it. I guess it's empowering in some ways. I don't know. Yeah. Who owns my heart? That's a great question for someone to ask. Well, uh, for her, it is it's music or you. Mm -hmm. I love this question. I I mean, I love the idea. Is it you or is it art? Yeah. And I can see why she's sold on it because, you know, she's trying to find her voice. Right. Yeah. No, Um, definitely. She's figuring it out. And that's good. Figure it out. Figure it out. You could see why that appeals to a teenage girl. I think I'm like, ooh, I want to say 14 when this comes out. You better not be 14. 15? No, 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 no. I think I'm 15. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I like that better than this song. Thank you. God, that's sweet. I think I'm 15 when this song comes out. Yeah. So I think my favorite thing about this is just the idea of it. Like, I get it. I think that's cool that she's singing about, hey, yeah, maybe I just want to focus on my career. Is it love or is it art? She's trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I like that struggle. Comparing it and talking about how I don't know if it's a masterpiece in the dark and all this shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, but lyrically, eh, I don't love it. No, it's very Britney Spears, um, which is cool. Britney leave Spears. Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. Um, Britney has its lane, you know. Britney lane. Britney lane. So, what do you like about this? That's what I I, st- I just said. That's you just what said I it. Liked about it. That's, yeah, what yeah, yeah, that's what you like. That's what you like. Okay. 
What do you not like about it? I don't like the music. It's just, oh, I, I can't get into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and not, nothing against Ace of Bass or this style of music. It does not work for me, though. Uh, and also, I, I felt a bit dirty. I felt I wasn't sure how old she was, and I felt a bit weird about it. I would not show you teen porn. Well, I, I would not do that to you ever, because yeah. I don't think that that is okay. Okay. Um, yeah, she is of age, doing her thing. Okay. Okay. Um, what is your favorite thing about this? My favorite thing, again, um, I'm going to harken back to the episode in which we talked about Jesse McCartney. Oh. Um, I love the weird little hand flippy things. Hand flippy. I'm all for it. She does a little jazz hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my hand. She does a little Liza Minnelli. Liza and I, I was too. all for it. Um, yeah. I like the subtle things that she's doing in this, including so, the little jazz hand. So the video holds up for you, though? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, definitely not. Um, I think the outfits are terrible. <laughs> I think the lighting is trash. And uh, yeah, I, I don't need to watch this music video ever again. I, I'm glad Word. that I rewatched it now so I could decide that I never need to watch it again. Word. Uh, least favorite? Least favorite? Mm, yeah, I mean... We'll go outfits. It's questionable across okay. the board. Fair enough. Um, they're they're not great outfits, and they have this like uh, um. I don't know. She wears this fluffy pink mask thing that I can't get behind. It looks <laughs> pretty silly. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time even keeping up with uh, what I saw anymore. I've got like one image stuck in my head now. She's wearing like black shorts and then a gold sequence uh, top. Okay. I, yeah, I don't remember that. I remember she has like, what do you call that when the hair looks all frizzy? You use that iron thing to get it all crispy and... A crimp a iron? A crimper, yeah. It's yeah. like a crimp iron, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Her, yeah, her hair looks like that and shit. That's, oh my that's God, what I, I wanted a crimper so bad. I really did. It's After watching look, this, man. no, it's definitely not. And I don't know why Miley convinced me that it was. <laughs> but she sells the look, okay? The rollers in the hair, I thought that was good. I mean, if I have to comment something good about costuming, the rollers was cute. It was very uh, Amy Winehouse. And that's pretty cool. And that's pretty cool. There you go. Word up. Thank you for watching this video. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call back uh, for it. I would not want to see this again. Thank you, though. No, I'm way more into what Miley's doing now. And I think, do you enjoy what Miley is currently doing? It, it was worth watching. I'm, I'm not going to say, yeah. Okay. I, I think it was uh, a cool uh, piece of history. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, people, we are going to play a short little commercial. Here we go. Sleep. Shrug. Well, my favorite thing, I kind of tipped my hand a bit um, earlier when I uh, asked you about the flash scene. I think that is an amazing piece of film. I think it's one of the things that really kind of stuck with me. And, and if anything got me unhinged and really disturbed about this was that, like the, the claustrophobic mm -hmm. Uh, elements of it uh, with light being the the space <laughs> like those little moments where you get a sense of space 
Yeah. I can't play video games like this. There's that, uh, what is it? The Last of Us, I think, has some I stuff like this. I was going to say, it kind of reminded me of the Silent Hills video game. Right. How, how they really, really use lighting to um, freak you out while yeah. you're playing the game. But I think it was a masterful use of the limited um, resources. Uh, to, to do that uh, is just a very clever and uh, tense thing. It is clever, but it is fucking disturbing. Yeah. No, it, it puts you on edge. Yeah. Um, it takes a unique mind to come up with this kind of stuff. I mean, to have this kind of ingenuity um, to work with what I'm assuming was a smaller budget. I think they use a little thing called fringenuity. Fringenuity? Yeah. These two guys, they got together and they, they really put their heads together on this one. So bonded must these two people be to be able to talk so openly about the creepiest shit ever yeah oh my god well they're also australian i'm just so i want want in on those conversations i want to hear them laughing that does kind of make it really funny laughing about the different yeah yeah hearing about i i would listen to a summary of this movie in an australian accent well the commentary is there is it really? I've listened to it, yeah. God damn it. I'm, I take it back. I'm not going to do that. No, thank you. Uh, bonus thing I liked, that little diorama of he, that he had of them in the, the room. In the room. Why, yeah. why was that necessary? I don't know, but it was awesome. I, I do not understand. If that was like up for auction, I, I would want that. Oh, it probably is. Yeah, it's right. hilarious. Um, okay, so does Carrie Elwise come back uh, in the last movie? As the doctor. He finally he comes back. He actually comes yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, because at a certain point, Jigsaw actually is dead and it's other people doing it. Does he come back to life or something? No. No. It's other people carrying it on for him. Oh, God. It's not okay. even him. But they're okay. using like his voice and shit too. God, I was talking about that while we were watching the movie because, you know, I, I talk during movies like an asshole. Well part of the job it is it is um and i was trying to figure out like they can't kill him because i know there are sequels to this right well he's dying so he's gonna die he's gonna die um but i was like are the rest of the movies just like copycat killers and i guess you just answered that question for me thank you yeah it's intertwined though i mean I'm, i'm telling you it jumps all over the place. Did the guy who plays Jigsaw just want, did he just want to stop being Jigsaw? No, he, he was doing this until he was, he was dead. Yeah. Wait, you know, that the actor died? Oh, no, I think he's still alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'm really confused. So there are whole entire movies where it's just copycat killers and the actual jigsaw is nowhere in the movie he still appears i think in almost every in pretty much every movie i don't know that he's not there in some way in a flashback at least Hmm. so he makes guest appearances because they need to establish the connections with him no 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 no. let me get my punch in okay here's my zing he makes guest appearances in his own franchise No, 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 no. We just don't spend a lot of time with him. We don't get, you know, to to know because otherwise everything's ruined. He is like Darth Vader's size. Like he is a very big man. He is, and it's unfortunate that um he he's a great actor. He doesn't get a lot of time in this one, but um he does get enough 
later, and I think he Are does a fine job. He gets so much screen time in this one. He's on the floor like the whole time. <laughs> I mean, that's the joke, of course, but uh, right. yeah, we don't see that he's a pretty decent actor. I hope he actually got paid. I hope that was actually him laying on the floor in every scene and not just a dummy. Time. If they didn't make him lie on that floor for at paid. least an hour and 45 minutes, I'm so upset. Wouldn't you want to get paid to lay on the floor? Let's talk about costuming just for a second before sure. um, while it's on my mind. Okay. So costuming for this must have been very difficult because they have a ton of shit on their clothes <laughs> and you have to keep that consistent throughout the right. movie. Yeah. So are they genuinely using the same costume for an entire month of shooting I, and just not washing this thing seems pretty simple it, how long do you think it took to shoot actually to shoot, shoot this? the yeah. actual oh my god okay so to shoot the basement scenes i'm gonna guess oh, two weeks max i was saying three weeks yeah yeah two, i think weeks. three weeks okay. um so they're in these clothes for three weeks yeah disgusting it's going to start to smell like what I think that bathroom smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Very gross. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks for the sidebar. What do you not like about this movie? There's a few things I could say, I guess. It doesn't hold up the way I would hope. In what ways? I, well, the acting. I mean, uh, Lee Wano being whiny and Elway's slipping in and out like, oh my God, dude hysterical guys you could just watch this just to see him vacillate like it, he, he is so manic in the way he behaves and, and delivers these lines it'll just be like he goes what the fuck you bastard <laughs> baby <laughs> Ellie Ellie you bastard this Ellie? is his Nick Cage moment yeah he's kind of cagey yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's caged. Um, but I'm... Oh, but yeah, uh, you know, so th I don't like that I don't like it as much. <laughs> uh, so that that kind of sucks. Uh, I, I kind of thought of this as a classic thing, but it really it is more of the idea of it. It's not... it. It's And there are scenes, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I will never forget this flash scene and i think it's been done it's been kind of replicated yeah in, in i was inspired thinking about how stuff. it's in one of my favorite movies or at least i think it is um come at me if it's not but um super eight is one of my favorite movies uh yeah. and and that's kind of how they reveal the monster mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken i could very well be thinking of another movie but you know what i'm gonna go with it super eight there's a camera thing in there somewhere <laughs> okay <laughs> Yeah, my least favorite thing is probably just the age showing here. Yeah, I'm going to argue that it's not just the actor's fault. Like, some of these lines are trash. Well, and you realize, yeah, it's just two kids making a movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great idea. They they did their best, but yeah, it suffers. There, you can see why he had to star in it. They when they wrote this movie, he, he probably acted this stuff out in real time while they were writing it. Like, oh yeah, and then I'll say, and then Wan is probably doing Carrie Elway's parts. Yeah. You know, uh, that's kind of how I envision this as like a small play. I just yeah, okay, it is very much like a small play mm -hmm. in many parts. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there, there. You are could do this of, as a play pretty easily. You totally could. Yeah, you totally could. And um, that was a pretty early thought. It's a fairly simple set. Mm -hmm. We stay within that set for most of it. Any of the flashbacks, you just know, dialogue. It's yeah, you just don't dialogue. have to do that. One man, one man shows. 
don't have any scenes. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right, right. It's all imaginative. So uh, we could do that. Yeah, I want to tackle some of these lines real quick. Sure. So Carrie Elwood says, uh, I really don't see the point in us not helping each other. Like, motherfucker, did you not hear the tape where it says <laughs> kill Adam? Did you did, did you yeah, not yeah, hear that? Okay, just because a tape says it, you're going to do it, Kaylee? Well, no, I mean, like, if I heard on a tape uh, some guy telling someone to kill me, no, I'm not going to trust that person. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, yeah, okay, and then other other moments where the lines just really don't match up right. Um, Lawrence, the doctor, is doing his crazy thing, and he's like, God damn you! Yeah. And uh, Adam is just like, are they okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the family, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are they okay? No. It bitch. really is like that, though. He is They're just not. rumbling. Who told him to go to 11 like that? I don't know. Uh, I think it was just him going to 11, and then they were so excited to be working with such a big actor that they didn't want to tell him um, shit. Or maybe this is him being frustrated with the... With the job. Get the scene over with. God damn it, man. He's just taking it out in the scene. I'm just going to chew this fucker right the fuck up. It's amazing that we were talking about Hannibal because he sounds a lot like a character in Hannibal. The brother um, who's obsessed with the pigs. Yeah. Oh, oh. The Michael Pitt version? Yeah, the Michael Pitt version Mer. of that brother. <laughs> Say here. Gotta love that guy. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, the end of the movie is just uh, Lawrence the doctor pulling himself away. And his last line is, I won't, I wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, he's pale as a ghost, about to die. Yeah. From a bleeding to death. Yeah. And he's like embracing this guy and, you know, I'm going to bring somebody back with me. Bro, you're not, if you leave, you're definitely not coming back even if somebody else comes back. You're not coming with them. Yeah, You're not no. bringing shit. No. One. You're going uh, to the doctor. Two. Doctor. Probably not going to work. Why do you keep turning back and talking to him? Like, scooty away. Scoot that boot right on out. Pretty much. Escape. Ombre. Okay, so I have to note, does Adam survive this? Does he gets the door slammed on him. Yeah, but does he appear in any other movies or is he just like, boop, done? Oh, that's a good question. Let us know in some emails, people. I cannot remember. We'll have to watch the whole series. Uh, oh, you bitch. I think that no. is something else I didn't like is the whole key thing. The key was in the tub. It's like, did he intend him to just find the key from the beginning then? Um, what if he? What if he had not kicked the thing out and the uh, the tub had not drained? I was more upset with the fact that, uh, well, well, how does Adam know that the key went down the drain? Well, because it's not in the water. It's not in the tub anymore. It's not in the tub anymore. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But they show the key going down the drain, right. like Adam was supposed to have. Also, that's for seen us. That. That's completely that's for just us. us. And I think it's aesthetic uh, weird stuff as well because uh, we start there, so we need some light. So they have the little neon light on the key, mm. uh, so we have some light for his face, mm -hmm. and then it drains. But did he know it was going to drain, or did he not know and knew that was possible? But if it had not drained, 
and he just got the key. That's the key to what the the ankles, right? The to un yeah unlock the the ankle thing. Yeah. So then what happens? He picks up the gun and and everything, and and then what? He just gets shot in there, and and it was disheartening to say the least. That's a completely different movie. One little thing. This is why Mm -hmm. this fascinates me, though. It's like dominoes. Okay. One little thing, like changes in start or starts, you know, this the whole line of events. It just seemed like all the other situations were far less complicated than this one. This one's elaborate. Okay, it's very like there are multiple characters here, whereas in um, the the barbed wire situation with the guy. um, Mm -hmm. Well, see, these are early tests for him, too. Oh, these are test runs and he's like sort of he's working up to getting the doctor. Okay, okay, gotcha. Like his master plan is the doctor. Yeah. And all the other stuff is just him being fucking crazy. And you want to know why he picked him? Why? Because he's the one that diagnosed him with cancer. Well, that's stupid. Don't shoot the messenger. But he knew other stuff, I think. Maybe I'm speaking out of turn here. I, I could be wrong about that. But he does have something to do with his diagnosis. Like, he was his doctor, I think. Yeah. 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 But either way. Um, it doesn't make sense to me, the motives of um, the saw guy, the jigsaw guy. Um, it doesn't make sense why a cancer diagnosis is what sends him over the edge. I don't know enough about this character to really understand why he has chosen to uh, turn to a life of crime instead of chemo. Which I- is why I believe Travis said the sequel is the best because they start to get into you know who he is and his motivations. Well, yeah. Hey, shout out to our friend Travis who's yeah. been... Uh, texting me and cheering me on through watching this movie so thank you travis yeah um so yeah uh the sequel is a you know is is the opportunity to get inside of uh the history of of jigsaw and who he is so it takes place in the past yeah okay gotcha gotcha okay okay well i still don't care to watch it but (laughs) good to know Well, well, well. So, I mean, pretty easy to answer the question whether you'd watch this again. Fuck no. Dos Platanos. So, uh, that is all we got. I mean, I feel like I get you a little bit more. Well. I mean, like, barely, though. You know, I just watched something that you enjoyed and it kind of just freaks me out. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I really thought about what you would learn about me when I, you know, bring this to you. Because I'm just bringing it as an example of a horror movie I think is good. It's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm entertained by this. Uh, I understand that you really enjoy cause and effect. Yeah. And I did not expect, but I totally understand how you are just saying, yeah, I don't understand how you could watch this. Because no. you kept saying that. <laughs> I did repeatedly yep. a lot yep. while we were watching the movie. Um, I I was like turned away from the screen and looking at you because I could not watch the screen yeah. and you were still watching it. I, gave and play I, by play. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I, I was telling you. Yeah. Thank you. No, thank you. 
Well, yeah. Little bonus episode. We snuck this in because uh, the new Saw film is out, and I'm eager to see that, and uh, Kaylee is not, apparently. I'm not, but you know what? I'm cheering you on. We won't be seeing it together. I will let you know if there's anything significant uh, that you would recognize. Sure, uh, we could do a bonus to our bonus. We could do a bub bonus. It doesn't sound like it. Doesn't Mm, sound sound like you're going to care to do that. Thanks for letting us uh, sneak a little uh, bonus episode in here, guys. Uh, We hope to do more of these. Uh, Just being inspired by anything recent, we you know the Godzilla episode was actually kind of inspired the same way. We decided these bonus things will be more current and relevant to things happening now. Right, definitely. Um, I mean, they're not going to make a Captain Ron too, but we are still going to talk about Captain Ron. If it came out, we'd you know we'd jump in on that. Absolutely. I think. Yeah. Would we? No, maybe. I don't want to ruin Captain Ron. You can't do that. I'm You're sure not going to make a twist or two. You're just not. Well, we'll have to do it on our um, 100th anniversary or something if we can get that far. <laughs> so looking forward to doing more episodes, guys. Check us out on Instagram. Look at what you made me view there. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Send us some emails. Do you like the Saw movies? Do you not like that I do not like the Saw movies? We would like your emails at lookwhatyoumademeview at gmail.com. I am curious to know uh, if people think that I just uh, am reading too much into this stuff or, um, yeah, these actually have some sort of merit. There's something to this where um, they're doing something different and, you know, worthy of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, And speaking of... Thank you for letting me make you (laughs) view this. And we will see you guys on another bonus episode. Uh, In the meantime, look out for our regular episodes that drop every other Wednesday. So I think the next one coming up is going to be what, Kaylee? What we watching next? We're going to watch The Iron Giant coming up here soon. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, guys, hold tight. Uh, You can watch the movie or be surprised by us describing it, which I don't think you want to do. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just watch the movie. It's well worth it. Um, It's beautiful uh, in the exact opposite way that this film is beautiful. We're giving our audience homework. We are. Yeah. You know what? what Yeah, we are. We're some cool (laughs) teachers. Some cool teachers, man. Yeah, we're the teachers that let you listen to music in class (laughs) while you read. Well, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Uh, Of course, Look What You Made Me View is where you can find us there. Uh Uh-huh, or you can send us too many emails at lookwhatyoumademeview at gmail.com. Tell us if you like this movie. Tell us if you don't. Tell us if you don't like that I don't like this movie. Let's have a whole Saw forum, guys. Let's talk about it, man. Let's get into it. I know I probably made some mistakes in the whole lore of it and, you know, the, the... uh, summary of the entire series so let's let's correct that for me send me a mountain of emails that i could never climb mentally it's the climb <laughs> by miley cyrus way to tie it all together thanks i love you and we love the audience uh thanks for listening to this bonus episode we hope to do more of these you'll just find them kind of randomly in between our regularly uh scheduled episodes every other wednesday Um, So, yeah, check us out uh, on Anchor. You can check us out on Google Podcasts, all kinds of stuff. Uh, If you're already listening, you probably know where to fucking find us. But tell your friends, man. There's all kinds of different ways to listen. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace. Mm-hmm. Boing, boing. <laughs>